Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday the 11th of May and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well let's go straight to the scores on the doors and for the night, the Dow closed down 30 points or 0.09% at a bit higher trading range. 210 was the high that was up and a low of 322 down. So 530-odd point trading range last night. 33,531 it closed. NASDAQ was up 1.04% and the S&P 500 was up 10 points or 0.24% in the middle for diddle. The VIX volatility index remains crushed down 7%, 16.47. I heard one option specialist on CNBC this morning talking about how in the US at the moment there's an awful lot of selling of options to capture that premium and enhance returns. And that is really hurting those uh, VIX volatility inputs there with the cost of calls and puts being, being sold down. All right, well, the ASX 200 SPY futures down 12 points or 0.17%. We had an eight-point loss yesterday, so it's hardly going to be an exciting day today, I have to say. But we shall see how things turn out. Over in Europe, modest losses there. Stock 600 down 0.4. FTSE down 0.3. Germany down 0.4. France down 0.5. U.S. stocks, well, the tech sector got a bit of a lift on the back of those CPI numbers and the thought that maybe the Fed has stopped raising rates. We have Apple up 1.04%. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, down 0.12%. Google up 4.1%. They revealed a new phone and new AI. So there you go, Google playing a bit of catch-up there. Microsoft up 1.7%. Amazon up 3.4%. Tesla down a little bit, down 0.4%. Netflix up 1%. U.S. banks a little easier. J.P. Morgan unchanged, but Citigroup down 0.3. Goldman's down 0.7. Bank of America down 1.2. Wells Fargo down 0.7. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, down 3%. ExxonMobil fell 1.3%. General Motors down 0.6. And Walmart down 0.3. Looking at the banks in Europe, used to be smart. UBS down 1%. Barclays down 02 Deutsche up 0.5 of a percent. And in the bond market, that CPI number came out last night, of course, and it did show that inflation had cooled under 5% for the first time in a couple of years. It's the first time in two years the CPI has been under 5%. 4.9%, not bad. It, uh, the CPI rose 0.4% up from a 1 or 0.1% increase in March, but the annual rate dropping to 4.9%, excluding the volatile food and energy components, i.e. the stuff that you really need. The core CPI also increased 0.4, driven by higher rents. But again, the annual rate ended up slightly down at 5.5%. Fifth straight month, that core prices have risen by 0.4% or more. So certainly not out of the woods on inflation. and still a long way from that 2 to 3% target uh, but the U.S. bond markets, uh, we did see 10 years, 
3.39, down 8.3 basis points. US two years, back under 4%, 3.91, down 11.4 basis points. And the Aussie 10s, down 3.4%. So certainly the market now pricing in pauses rather than rises. There's still a thought and a hope, I guess, in the US that there will be some cuts. The debt ceiling remains the focal point from an economic point of view at the moment. And once that is sorted, which of course it always will be sorted, although the cost of insuring against the US debt default is now higher than some European countries like Greece and Italy, which is somewhat concerning. But once we've got the debt ceiling out of the way, our thoughts and our ideas will focus on Jackson Hole, which is in August And you'll remember last year, the Jackson Hole Summit uh, was one of the pivot points for the Fed in terms of going really hard on interest rate rises. So that will be the big one. That is in August. So a little while to wait for that. But that will be what the market is looking for. As far as uh, the US dollar goes, slightly easier on the US dollar index, 0.13 down. The Aussie, 67.77. And Bitcoin, having a little bit of stability up 0.1 of a percent there. Looking at commodities overseas, we had Brent crude down half a percent, 35 cents, 76.93. WTI unchanged, gold pretty much unchanged as well, down four bucks or 0.2 percent, platinum up 0.9. In LME trade, copper down 1.4 percent, Dr. Copper under a bit of pressure at the moment. Nickel under a lot of pressure at the moment, down 4.1 percent. Aluminium down 2%, zinc down 1.9%, lead falling like a small balloon, down 0.2%, and tin down 0.2% as well. Iron ore slightly higher in Chinese trade. Coal taking a bit of a battering, old king coal, not such a merry old soul, down 4.7%, and another little blip higher for lithium, up 2.6%, and some big news in the lithium sector, which we'll talk about in a minute. Resource stocks overseas, we saw BHP in ADR terms down 1.4%, Rio in ADR terms down 1%, Freeport McMoran down 1.2%, Alcoa down 1%, Tech was up 2.6%, Anglo-American down 0.1%, Glencore down 0.2%, Vale down 0.7%, and Arbomile down 0.34% of a percent, CBA trading overseas up 0.9%, and ResMed overseas was up 1.2% there. But in US news as well, we did see Alphabet uh, gaining a little bit as Google unveiled its new AI features and gadgets at its annual developer conference. Uh, They were up more than 4%. They unveiled these new gadgets and their artificial intelligence generative tools Among the announcements at the I.O. conference in Mountain View, California, they showed off the Pixel 7-8 Android phone, and they also removed the waiting list for its conversational chatbots, Bard, and revealed new AI offerings. So that's certainly enough to get a bit of sizzle. Uh, Fortuitously for Google or Alphabet, they decided rather than go with the live presentation of their new technology which they came a cropper with last time as it didn't actually work they had a video of it so much easier to edit and get it right in a video still we had disney results after our streaming losses narrowed uh, price increases helping offset the loss of subscribers at disney reported significant growth at its theme parks during the second quarter 
Uh, however, its linear TV units struggled, shares falling more than 4%, uh, a mixed second quarter results. Uh, Beyond Meat, uh, the, uh, the shares rose 2% after better than expected results for the first quarter. Now, looking at our market today, well, the big event in our market to some extent is the announcement late last night that Alchem, A-K-E, the stock code there, is going to merge with Livent, or Livent, I don't know what's the correct way of pronouncing it, but L-I-V-E-N-T, which is a U.S. uh, lithium chemicals company. This will create a $15 billion merged company. Synergies and benefits, some of their operations in Canada and Argentina overlap, and they're expecting to get some CapEx synergy and cost-cutting benefits there as well. So that is a positive. It is a uh, share swap. And Alchem will end up with the lion's share of that. They will they will be in the box seat as far as the, the merger goes. They will have 56% of the um, of the new company of which we don't have the name yet. We'll call it Newco because that's what they call it. Uh, it will have a calendar year 22 combined revenue of 1.9 billion US and EBITDA of 1.2 billion US dollars. So it's going to be a bit of a behemoth in the lithium space. Of course, Alchem came around from the merger of uh, Galaxy and Oracobre, uh, diversifying away from South America and West Australia and combining the two so that you've got the best of both worlds, brine and hard rock. So that was the merger there and now merging with Livent. It is a one-for-one share swap. Uh, using the price of Livent over the VWAP recently, taking the $21.81 US that it was, it does imply a premium for AKE. And as I say, they will end up with 56% of the stock, the new company, and Livent will end up with 44%. Of course, it does take away one player, I guess, from any potential merger and acquisition activity in Australia. Uh, which may explain why Pilbara eased a little bit. In other news today, in our market, we have seen Orica results out first thing. Uh, So that is something to keep an eye on there. Uh, Looking at the numbers, they've swung to a $123 million statutory net profit for the half year ended 31st of March. That's a turnaround of $84.6 million, which was the loss posted in the same period last year. Underlying EBIT. 322.6, which is up 32%. Interim dividend of 18 cents, representing a payout ratio of 50%. Orica said its strong earnings performance has continued into the first half of FY23, with earnings increasing in all regions. Next, DC always seems to be looking for money to build new data centers. And they are in the market again this morning. And they have been in a trading halt. They're raising $618 million uh, to fund regional expansion. They will be acquiring commercial property sites in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, and Auckland in New Zealand. It also updated its FY23 guidance on the news. Now expects data center revenue in the range of 350 to 360, which is the upper end of the 340 to 355 range. And they have uh, upped the underlying EBIT in the EBITDA rather in the range of 192 to 196 million previously 190 to 198 so a little bit of a narrowing there it is a 148 pro rata accelerated non-renounceable entitlement offer 
to raise that $618 million. The offer is priced at $10.80. In broken news this morning, Zero downgraded to underperform from outperform at CLSA. Target cut to 99 bucks from 100 bucks. Uh, CSR downgraded to underperform from hold at Jefferies. Target cut to $4.50 from $4.90. Alchem has been downgraded to an underperform from outperform at CLSA. I'm not sure whether they saw the merger before they put out that piece of research. Maybe not. Appen downgraded to cross the board as you would expect after that horror day yesterday. Downgraded to underperform from neutral at Macquarie. Downgraded to underperform from sector perform at RBC Capital Markets. Target cut to two bucks from two dollars seventy-five. Uh, so big cuts there to the Alchem uh, price targets from the brokers. Uh, we also have got uh, GrainCorp reporting this morning. HY NPAT two hundred million uh, versus a year ago of two hundred and forty-six million. That's down nineteen percent. Revenue was up eighteen percent, four point five four billion. Um, which was up from 3.84 billion. Fully franked interim dividend, 24 cents, uh, of which 14 cents is an ordinary and 10 cents is a special dividend. FY guidance, full year guidance, NPAT 220 to 260. Prior guidance was 180 to 220. And EBITDA 500 now to 560. Prior guidance was 470 to 530. So it looks like GrainCorp could have a good day today. Ooh, Media has issued a Q1 trading update. It's AGM. Total revenue, 138.6 million. A year ago, it was 134.1. May is currently trading ahead uh, of the final booked May 22 position by around 5% and pacing ahead of May by 11% at the same time last year. So some, some possible good news there for Media. Uh, in other news this morning, Goodman Group has guided to operating EPS up 15% year-on-year versus prior guidance of up 13.5%. Occupancy across the partnerships, 99%. So good news for them, for Goodman. So that should certainly help that one as well. Well, that's it from me. Uh, in Henry's take today, just a few uh, thoughts from the uh, mining conference that I attended yesterday. Apologies for saying it was free. As one member found out, it wasn't free. Uh, for some reason, it was free for me, and uh, they certainly have been free in the past, but uh, it was quite an expensive. It was quite well attended, I have to say. There were an awful lot of people there, an awful lot of miners presenting, and there certainly was an optimistic mood, as there always is with miners, but an optimistic mood in the room. Uh, and I did see 17, I sat through 17 presentations uh, yesterday, 15 and 10 minute presentations on various companies, and uh, I will be running through some of the better ones that I saw in the next few days. I will also be popping along again today to catch a few as the conference in Sydney winds up. Well, that's it. Have a great day, and as always, may the trading gods be with you. <laughs>